cannot, right? So that illumination where you say, this happened, but let me tell you what that might mean to you. That can be very powerful, and it's the second way I suggest you use the news. Now, the third way, a little bit more aggressive yet, and I call it newsjacking, and that's where you use the news to dominate. So, Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Influencers, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry technology, and services to help you be a mortgage influencer in your mortgage business. I'm pretty sure Aaron just made us live. So let's assume that we are. And, we are? Um, I'm not sure. She said she was going to pop off and make us live. See, yeah, I see people starting to show up. See what happens when our fearless leader is in here. <laughs> so, yeah. hey, welcome everybody. Everybody that's here. Um, I'm surprised they showed up, even though Ginger wasn't going to be here today. Uh, <laughs> she is uh, welcome to the Mortgage Influencers podcast. Uh, we have uh, with us, of, of course, we have Frank Gray is joining us and our special guest today is Rick Grant. And Rick is, I think your bio is uh, industry. What, what is your, what is your bio? It's like long yeah. time journalist, yeah, I, PR specialist. I can't remember what my wife wrote on there. Something, <laughs> something that was supposed to sound important. Chat GPT wrote mine. So I was just going to say, I can't remember what chat GPT produced. <laughs> well, we're super excited to have Rick. Rick is a really, really cool guy. He's got a ton of experience. I'd say decades in journalism in the mortgage space. And, um, and so what we're going to talk about today uh, I think Rick is going to share some things on some different ways to think about getting published, getting, uh, you know, getting promoted, uh, getting seen and generating our business using PR and, and, and being an, an influencer. Right. So Rick, thanks for joining us. I don't think I'm doing as good a job as you're Jim. doing. Great. You guys can chime in on the chat. I just want to hurry up and get to Rick because this guy is awesome. So Buddy, thanks for being here. Uh, what you got for us today? It's a pleasure being here. First of all, word of advice to anyone, don't try to compete with Ginger. You're not going to be as good as Ginger. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. We're but, not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. I always love talking with people in this industry because I've been writing about the mortgage industry since 1997 when I went to work mm -hmm. for National Mortgage News in New York, working for Mark Fogarty and writing about all different parts of the business. And over the years, I've had the pleasure of, of interviewing thousands, literally thousands of executives from all over the industry to find out how they think and what they do. And a couple of interesting things I always find is one, and you guys have to tell me if you're one of them, I have yet to find a mortgage professional who intended to become a mortgage professional early in life. They fell into it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I always say nobody finds the mortgage industry. The mortgage industry finds finds people. Somehow right. the mortgage industry finds you. You know, you don't right. find it. Yeah. Exactly. And then the second thing I learned, and this was more surprising to me, is once they start really succeeding in mortgage, they don't go anywhere else. They like to stay here. And I think part of that's because the impact that people in our industry have on American families is probably more significant than any other industry. Right. So so they just get here, they succeed and they stay here. And I've stayed here, even though my wife tells me you got to diversify. She's right. But I have too many friends and too many people I care about in the mortgage industry to go elsewhere. But um, 
I got the idea for what we were going to talk about. Scott Ginger said it to me, talking about using news in your marketing. And I had some ideas I wanted to share, but but let me pause and see if there's questions or other housekeeping we need to do. For no, I think we're good. I don't see oh, any yeah. questions. Rock and roll, man. No, I don't. I don't see anything. But I can't. I'm not monitoring Facebook. I'm just looking at the Zoom chat, and I, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm just looking got, at the Zoom chat. You know, Thirty-five. 35, 36 people here uh, okay. All on right. Zoom, but uh, right. no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see anything right now. All right. Well, maybe we can help them a little bit. I want to talk about uh, the news in your local community. We can talk a little bit about trade news too, but, but really for most of you, what's going to matter most is talking about news in your local community that's going to impact the people that you want to do business with, whether that be business referral partners or borrowers themselves. And there's four ways I think you can make good use of the news to really superpower your marketing efforts. And I'll go through those quickly. And then if there's other questions or if we see questions in the chat, we can go to it. First thing is curate the news. You're already doing this. You're already paying attention to what's going on in your community because it's just part of your business. So finding a way to share that with people on a regular basis, whether it be on a blog or an email newsletter or just your website, or, or social media, Facebook, is a great way to connect yourself to important things that are happening in your community. And it increases your stature almost immediately to an industry observer or a, a community observer or somebody that actually cares about what's happening in the community where people live that you want to work with. So curating that news and just getting in the habit of sharing that out when you see it is a great, easy first way to use the news. The second now, one, Rick, real quick. Um, so when we say repurpose, you're saying share share the news. Um, are you recommending that you share the news with your opinion of the story, with your angle, and then ask for other things? Because, I mean, it's easy to just press the share button and not put any comments or anything on there. And that's probably not going to be as effective as. Well, you're right. Your that's Right. That's idea two I'm going to get to. Oh, but sorry. First, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. The low-hanging fruit. The low-hanging yeah. low, low fruit of just being involved in those communities is worth the time it takes to do it. Right? So, yes, that first step is curate that news, share it out when you see it. Um, the second is illuminate the news. Right? Because mm -hmm. people see things and they don't really care as much about, you know, what's happening as what that means to me right? How is that going to impact my life, right? And, and people in the mortgage industry know this could impact financing, or this could impact the way you want to look at buying a home in this community, or that community, or, or a million other things that they're going to see instantly that somebody else, like the casual homeowner or, or renter who wants to be a homeowner, may not, right? So that illumination where you say, this happened, but let me tell you what that might mean to you, that can be very powerful, and it's the second way I suggest you use the news. Now, the third way, a little bit more aggressive yet, and I call it newsjacking, and that's where you use the news to dominate. So in any market that you're in, you're going to have competitors, and they're going to be doing these things too because it makes sense. Share the news, do this, do that. They're going to put their spin on things. And by newsjacking, by paying attention and then getting into those conversations, you never let a competitor get too far ahead of you in any sphere, right? So if they say, uh, well, the state's going to do this new bond program, it's going to be this, this, and this, 
and they make a big deal out of it, like they're the only ones that can do it, we have to newsjack that, right? We have to get in on that story so that homeowners or home buyers in the area know, no, it's not just that company. We can all get access to those funds. And here's how that might happen. So you illuminate that and jump on that story and you can newsjack it. Let me unpack that a little bit. So you're saying a competitor puts out a piece of content about something and they're kind of positioning themselves as being the gatekeeper for this thing. How specifically are you news jacking that? Are you jumping into the comment stream under their article or are you taking well, that topic and creating something equally as visible? Well, it kind of depends on how you choose to compete in your local market. You can be very aggressive and jump in and say, Joe, this is fantastic. Our company's doing the same thing. Kudos to you for doing this and whatever, right? And now you're right in there with all of you. Or you could say, Joe, Joe posted some interesting news the other day. Now, I don't work with Joe or his company, but, but he's right. This is a great opportunity. We can make that available. Or you can just hit the news and make sure that you also cover it. It just depends on how aggressive you want to be with the competitors. Because we don't know who we're going to be working for next week or with next week. It, it makes sense not to, you know, pound on your competitors, but to be aggressive that can make sure that you're always in those stories. You need to be part of that news. Right? I'll channel Carl right now and say, as long as if you're doing it in a cool way, that's it. Like you're going to get more traction. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. So first way, just curate it as simple as low hanging fruit. Second way, illuminate it. Right. So that mm -hmm. you're adding what your take to it is. I, I'm avoiding the word spin, but basically that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking that news and moving it in a direction so that the people you want to do business with can see exactly what it means to them, right? And the third way is to dominate through newsjacking, right? Where you constantly, no story can get out in your environment, in the in the place you want to do business that you don't have your fingerprints on. Somehow you're you're in there, right? Nobody can ignore you. You can't be ignored as a competitor. Now, the fourth way, and this is where uh, where I do most of my work, is by making sure that every success your company experiences or that the people you work with experience becomes news in its own right. Now, I know you're going to write a press release that says, well, we sold Joe and Sally's home and they're all very happy and probably going to pick that up. Nobody else, like the local paper. Well, they have a nice picture and... Joe just came to town because he's a new exit for a new company. But at least it's going to be on your website and your blog and in your social media. So you can talk about this. Now, I know we don't want to say, oh, Joe and Sally just moved on to 104th Main Street because then the guy that comes to the, like the guy that came to my house after I bought it and said, oh, I'm with the security company. I just want to case your joint and see if uh, you have anything. You know. <laughs> we don't want to violate people's privacy, yeah. but we do want to take every opportunity to share our success with the people we want to do business with. Now, if you've been doing the first three things, the journalists in your market, they already know you, right? So I was a reporter for years. And what I did is I, my, my whole job really was try to find smart people who would tell me things because reporters, we don't know anything. All we know is what the people out there tell us, right? So my whole job was to find smart people. So if you're doing these first three things, you're going to come to the attention of reporters. So when you send them a press release, they're going to say, oh, what is this Scott? I know Scott. I've seen him all over this place. He's everywhere I go. What are you doing, Scott? And then maybe he'll call you. She'll call you and find out what's going on, right? So it makes it easier to get your news covered. 
especially if you're providing meaningful, useful insight into events that other people are having a hard, hard time unpacking. You know, maybe this new company is going to come to town. I don't know. Maybe they are going to get a bunch of tax incentives. Maybe people are screaming and crying that that's going to put a burden on the schools that the homeowners are going to have to make. So they don't want to buy homes there. So maybe you've got to be the one that goes in and say, no, 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 no. Mm. This is how it works, right? This is how it works. They come in, they employ, that money flows to you and a little bit of that goes to taxes. And that's how the community gets stronger and bigger. You want to be in that neighborhood, right? Or whatever your particular sales approach is. The I guess the whole point of all this is um, a lot of people think of marketing and then they think of PR and news over here in an apartment down the hall. No, no. Today, they're all together, right? They're all right here. Your marketing will fuel your public relations and your public relations, your news checking, all this stuff will fuel your marketing because it'll get you out there in front of people. So when you do have those conversations and make those offers and start those loan applications, they already know you. It's easy. It's frictionless. It's much simpler, right? I love that because really what you're doing is, is yes, it's marketing, but it's not, I need to generate three leads off of this thing. It's breadcrumbs. And the next thing you know, your entire geographic fence is covered in breadcrumbs. It's almost hard to not find you. You know, another thing that I wanted to, to kind of pull out of what you said is something that I really love to do. I call it the silver lining strategy. You can almost always count on the headlines. If it bleeds, it leads. So it's always a really easy way to take something from Bloomberg or, or Wall Street Journal and say, yeah, that's one way to look at it, but here's what it really means to you. It's not yeah. nearly as negative. The, the headline was to get the click, but here's what this really means. Yeah. And, and then that kind of puts you in a cool kind of a position of interpreting the mainstream media yeah. and bringing it to people. And that's something that resonates with people. Yeah, yeah, it does. I work with a lot of, of young professional digital marketers now, and they have the metrics down. I mean, do they know how many clicks and how long and all this stuff. And they have all these, how many qualified leads came out of this thing and more power to them. That's great. My work is not about that. My work is about helping people become, be seen as the experts they already are, right? Yep. Because what borrowers, in my humble opinion, really want is someone that knows how to get this to do this. What does this mean? What am I doing? Is this the best deal? Is this what I should be doing? They need a trusted financial advisor. And who do you trust? You trust someone who knows a lot. Well, how do you know they know a lot? Do you count the clicks? No, no, you don't count the clicks. What you do is you look at their body of work and say, yep. where is he? What's on his blog? What's on his LinkedIn profile? What's in his LinkedIn article section? Did I see him on the local? I thought I saw him on the local news the other day talking about this or whatever, right? That's how you win, in, especially in a purchase money market. I mean, refi is you can answer the phone, you can get a deal, right? And just, right. But purchase money is a different animal, especially in the down market. Well, and especially with the inventory shortage that we oh, have today, yeah. we have problems that will not be solved overnight. No. There is there is an unlimited runway to build authority and trust yes. with this yes. market that but today. For the people who can do that, this is a fantastic opportunity. We still have trillions of dollars in mortgages that are going to be originated, but they're going to be originated by people that can absolutely take care of business referral partners and absolutely delight borrowers. And, and borrowers are easy to delight if they already trust you. 
if they already have a reason to think, you know what you're talking about. And that's what all this stuff is. And the other nice byproduct is the more you watch the news, the more you pay attention to what's going on in your community, the more you, you start following those publications in your space, in your community, the more you know. You just automatically become that yeah. expert. So it's not fake it till you make it. You really are already that. So I highly recommend it. It's a, it's um you know, I I basically made a living on talking about news, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my opinion, you know, of 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 certain certain things, and um, this is a really great strategy. It's it's I think that for any of us listening, though, just remember if you want to go down this route, you got to be committed to this, right? You you you've yeah. got to do this pretty consistently. You're not going to be able to do one Facebook post about something that happened in town and, and and maybe that does really, really well for you and you get a lot of comments and all that kind of stuff and then walk away from it for three months and go, maybe I need to do that again. If you really want to do this, this is the kind of thing where you're going to want to make sure that you're at least once a week, you know, putting something out there along these lines and, and uh, doing it consistently. You know, you just have to do it all the time. But if you do, it's... It's it's just it's just like Rick says, if you if you do this consistently once a week or twice a week, whatever the case may be, you will quickly become pretty well known in your community, especially if you're making use of social media, maybe making use of social media, uh, Facebook, of course, community groups. There's so many community groups in in uh, uh, on Facebook, like in my area, there's probably a dozen Solano County or Vacaville based community groups that I'm in, I'm, I'm a member of, right. That you can post into and start having these conversations, but you can get really well known really, really quickly. You have to be consistent with it. You don't, 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 don't go into this thing thinking I can dip my toe in the water. It's one of those things where I think if you're going to do this, let's, let's, say to ourselves, okay, I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to do it for a year. I'm going to do it twice a week for a year. And I'm, and then I'll evaluate if I want to keep doing it or not, but you can't just go into this thing halfway. And, and you know what I mean, guys, you know what, you no, know what Frank, I'm you're exactly, you're, yeah. you're exactly right. Now in the old days, this was a lot harder because the technology was a little clunky and wonky, but now Scott, talk about what you're doing with your influencers, putting them on video. And then you got the transcript and you have everything just falls out of this conference. Talk about that. It, well, that and 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 the stuff that I'm playing with with Chat GPT is just is just going to be a game changer for anybody that's willing to scratch beneath the surface. And it's it's like some of this stuff is almost it's almost not fair uh, that that it can help get our creative juices flowing in that way. I mean, it's just it's 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 crazy. So there's a there's a couple of things that 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 you talked about. So Frank, you mentioned something, and and this is actually a metric that I've been able to rely on pretty well. The 12 month thing. It's also a hundred pieces of content, and and it's not that you won't get any quick wins in that 12 months or or a hundred pieces of content. But at about that 12 to 18 month mark, you will start to see a consistent flow of inbound high trust traffic from your content. Every I've seen it happen every single time. It was what I experienced. I paid attention to it. I talked to other people and it just feels like it's right around that mark. Um, also, don't underestimate 
understand where you're communicating because like Facebook is your interruption media. TikTok is just fragments. LinkedIn is excellent for nurturing referral partners. You can partner with all the referral agents in the world on LinkedIn. And, and, and quite frankly, it doesn't always have to be about us. Sometimes, well, this, and this was kind of a strategy that I took is what advice can you give a real estate agent in today's market? Because at least I'm licensed in the entire state. My poor real estate agent is in this zip code in this county. And if that county is not turning right now, they're hurting really bad. So they don't have a choice. So if I can throw them a lifeline and if I can show them a little hope and say, hey, these three, you know, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday and, and sometimes we forget this. Lenders lend. They never stop lending. So when the market shift, now we see all of these buy-down products and all these products that didn't exist five years ago. Pay attention to that stuff and don't assume that real estate agents and builders understand that these products are available to help today's market, to help today's buyers. It's just, it's, it's, um, yeah, this is, this is really good. And the other thing that I had mentioned to, to you, Rick, is, um, you know, and, and this was back in 2011. So this is the last crash. This is where I got my feet wet and Frank too. You know, Frank went that video route. I kind of blog, um, but I wrote for Realtor Magazine. You can, you can, you can apply to submit articles to the Realtor Magazine online. Yep. And when you share your article from Realtor Magazine on your LinkedIn to your group of people, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. Seems, pretty big doesn't seem yeah. fair doesn't seem yeah. fair like, and, wow. and here's the thing your, your competition isn't going to do this yeah. i don't care if yeah. they say they yeah. want to i don't care if they say they will they're not going to do it yeah. the yeah. one person that does is going to is going to be ahead of the pack yeah it's true very few people in the industry will go to this degree of promotion you know very very few you know, and, and they won't stick with it is what will happen is they'll do it a couple of times and they won't get that. They won't get that feedback loop and they'll be like, they eh, will. I this yeah. works. Or they will. They'll get a couple of new deals and say, oh, well, it's working. I can quit doing it now. Right. <laughs> Stop doing it. I, I right. see those posts all the time. People will say, oh, I just got a great loan off this video I recorded nine months ago. Yeah. I think I need to start doing video again. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Yeah. But I do, I do love what you say about paying attention to where you're sending the stories, Scott. I am a huge proponent of the LinkedIn article section. It used to be called Pulse, and LinkedIn promoted it for a while, and then they didn't promote it. What I love is that you can put important things that you want your business referral partners or your potential borrowers to know in little articles in there. And then with one link, you can share all that thought leadership with whoever you want to work with. Mm. It's all right there, right? Really I was handy. I was just talking to somebody about this today, Rick, and and what and it, and it was kind of we were talking a little bit about Chat GPT, so he's doing a lot of video and we have this video transcript and I and I told him you can feed that into Chat GPT a couple of different times, you can rework it, you can reorganize it, ask it to produce 30% unique copy and in and, and this article and then put it on a blog, but he didn't have a blog. And I said, okay, don't worry about the blog, post it on LinkedIn. Yeah. 
Yeah. So use that as your blog initially and, and because it's so easy to do and it gets so much reach and it gets that authority. I think that's a brilliant, I think that's a a good idea. Okay. When I started, I started blogging for national mortgage news in 2005 and it was, nobody got it. They didn't really understand why we were doing this and they just thought it was small online articles and then blogging kind of exploded and then it went away. And now I think it's coming back. Companies are realizing that content marketing and search engine optimization requires you to have certain content and it requires you to funnel people from the web in all different places to where you can transact with them. And for a lot of companies, mortgage lenders included, that means their website, right? That landing page lives there and all that content should probably live there too. So I suspect over the next few years, we're going to see a resurgence in bloggers and I don't Mm -hmm. think they're going to make a big deal out of it like they did, you know, 10 years ago. I'm a blogger. I'm important. They're just going to be providing useful information for the people they want to do business with. They'll become known for that and they'll be the first people they call. So Rick, you're saying we should start organizing our blog world again? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, maybe. I mean, what you're doing with your circle community kind of covers all those bases, right? Because that's incredible, right? But but I think every company needs something like that, a place where they can have that content so they can curate that community so that they can get that business easier. The companies that are first movers there, the, the, that accomplish that first, will be the ones to beat over the next 18 months. Um, the best way to do that, too, is con- if you can, do content every day. Just do it every single day. Yeah. I mean, the more content, the better, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, these days, like you say, that gosh darn chat GPT, there's so many ways you can create content now pretty easily, pretty quickly. Um, like you're saying, just using other news articles, just um, editorializing on other things that are out there. It's not that it's not that hard to do. It's really not that time consuming once you've figured it all out. It's a know? huge yeah. time saver when you figure out how the formula for asking the questions and yeah. you know, I'm putting the content through it. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. check the data, yeah, check quick. the information it sends back because some of these AI are, are sending back some incorrect information. And two, make sure that you always insert just a little bit of your humanity into it because that's what's going to hook them, right? ChatGPT is a fantastic tool for checking to make sure that we've covered all the bases or did we think of everything? Or, But yeah. at the end of the day, you want to look at everything it kicks out and say, all right, now how would I say that? Yeah, all that I would say, but at the beginning I would say this, and at the end I would say this, and you're done. And mm-hmm. and you know what, Rick, you say that, but the overwhelming majority of people will punch something in, copy, paste it, and not even look at it. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. It is. It's absolutely a mistake, and that's why what you're explaining, use it as a tool. It's not an easy button, but it will save you. It'll cut your production time, your creativity time in half. Oh, yeah. Minimum of a half. Yeah. It'll it, save you tons of time. Like, it yeah. saves you tons of time. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, it helps me think about things in different ways. Give yes. me five different ideas of, of five different SEO optimized title ideas on this topic. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't think about saying it that way. That's really cool. Yeah. And then building off of, and then building off of that. Hey, yeah. Rick, I got to go, Scott. I got to go. I got another Zoom in three minutes. I got to jump on it. Pleasure to, pleasure We're to. At the top of the hour. Rick, yeah. So. Um, Thank you for Scott, it. 
you know, and Aaron, thank you. I got to get, we'll see you guys later. Okay. All right, Frank, we'll see you. Well, we're, we're done here. We're at the top of the hour. Um, Rick, thank you so much. This is super valuable. Um, I didn't see a lot of questions. Uh, if it sounds like you got into the mortgage influencers, Facebook group. Yes. So, uh, tag Rick in the face in the mortgage influencers, Facebook group. And, uh, if you have any questions, um, and hopefully this helped, uh, this helped somebody, if nothing else, have the confidence to know that you're on the right path right now, Just keep being consistent and keep at it. There's a lot of us out there. We don't make the headlines a lot of times because we're just nose down, consistently grinding it out, but I promise it'll pay off in the end. So Rick, thank you so much for joining us and everybody. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. Bye.